Welcome to the Peak Podcast. Viewer discretion advised. You're excited. Feel these nipples. Hey Thunder fans, I'm Chuck Cheney and welcome to the Peak and Roll Podcast. We're getting closer and closer to our 100th episode, but today we're going to talk Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and the Oklahoma City Thunder's free agency on day one and two. We all know Paul George is back, Jeremy Grant, and what's going to happen to Carmelo Anthony. All that is going to be discussed on here, and maybe, what's better, Quick Trip or Frontier City? Who knows? Alright, Thunder fans, we're going to welcome on, I'm going to call him OU George, but it's George Stoya. He is a sports editor at the Oklahoman. He is an intern at the Detroit Free Press right now. He's an all-around funny guy. I, I, I kind of started following him on Twitter back when the Thunder went to the Rose Bowl. He's funny. He's got some good tweets. We retweeted him. And now he's going to join us to talk about his favorite thing. What I've seen the last few days is the Mellow Revenge Tour. But George, first and foremost, how are you doing this evening? Are you recovered from yesterday's Paul George news? Uh, I am recovered, even though I did not attend the party. I uh, must have missed the invite. Um, but I'm recovered. Are you saying you're not one of Russ Westbrook's closest 500 friends? Well, not even that. It's like I'm disappointed that I'm pretty sure that they can bring three guests. And five. No one. Five guests. Five. Well, that that just makes me even more mad because uh, I'm just mad that I saw multiple people there that I knew. And they didn't invite me. And, you know, I can get out of here. I can get out of Detroit. I, I can find a direct flight uh, quick enough to get there. But anyways, you know, I, I'm recovered. Uh, I was very happy last night. I may or may not have cried. Um, but, you know, honestly, the past couple hours have been kind of confusing for me with the uh, whole LeBron news going down. I don't know if I should be, like, happy or sad or I – don't, I don't really know what's going on there, but – I think I'm recovered from yesterday. I think it depends on like your level of appreciation for Braun Braun. And if, if you're happy for him, sure. Like if you like him, you're probably happy for him getting out of Cleveland. At least in LA, there's some substance of like a future. Like you got Kyle Kuzma. Ball didn't play over a ball. It's just his dad overshadowed everything. But Ball had an okay rookie season. And they've got some pieces. And now you add Braun Braun in. And you can tell how much I like the guy. I, I can say his name twice, like off uh, Land Before Time. So uh, yeah, see, see, I'm all about whatever is the best way to beat the Warriors, and I don't know if LeBron joining the Lakers is the best way to beat the Warriors. Nah. And I'm also all about just getting the Thunder to the finals, and I don't think this helps their cause. And Wait. so I was kind of like, and I love LeBron. Like I, he's probably my second or third favorite player in the league, and. I just enjoy watching him play. I was hoping he went to the 76ers just because that would have been pure entertainment. But I don't know. I just I, – it just makes me so mad because cause like yesterday – I view it as yesterday the Thunder, in my opinion, went from you know maybe being like a three seed. And I think Houston got worse yesterday losing um, Ariza. To, to, yeah, so – The Suns. Like it's not even a real basketball team yet. 
Right. And so it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, because the Warriors to me are still the one seed. And then you sit there and, you know, the two seed is probably going to end up being the Lakers if they can get Kawhi and maybe a point guard if they trade away Lonzo. Um, even if they don't trade away Lonzo, they're probably the two or three seed. And then the Thunder are still sitting there at the four. And so I was just kind of like, man. I and, and then he signs for four years just like PG. So it's not like it's going to get any easier or he's just going to leave. Like, I don't know. It just – it was kind of frustrating. But it'll be cool. It'll be – more interesting i guess i just wish you know he didn't go west and all of a sudden breaking news i think it's Woj that's breaking that no it's shams that's a fun rivalry right there but sham lance stevenson to the lakers as we speak that's gonna be fun that's gonna be fun so does he like whisper in his ear like during the game like he's like hey pass me the ball he runs over put his hands up hey pass me the ball (laughs) <laughs> it's like, dude, you could just yell across the court. Now, uh, I yeah, and the whole thing, if you're not sure, sure what happened, a lot of you don't follow on our Twitter, but you like our Facebook and our Instagram. Where we, we're not too active. We try to, we just do enough for the old people. Sorry. Um, but basically about Thursday, there were murmurs of this party coming out. We didn't really talk about it too much because we weren't sure. We heard from unreliable sources, we'll say, that there was a big thunder party. Then on Saturday, we get a message from three or four different people saying, hey, I got an invite to this party, blah, 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 blah. So we get credence. We, and then all of a sudden, we learn Nas was a good Nas, Nas, Nas. I don't, I'm, I'm way too white. To I don't know either. I, I, I don't I'm know. I'm way too white to say his name. But you know what? He's a legendary rapper. and that, I think it's Nas. I like the drink. And I think so, it is Nas. Yeah. So Nas was there. Paul George came in, even though he was supposedly playing in a charity tournament in L.A., changed his mind, came... Came to the party. It was supposed to be in the A side. All the, then you see like Gabe Eichert and Abby Ogle. They're all posting pictures. They're like, F- "Your NDA. I'm gonna post what I want." And that's it. and that's what happened. Our guy was doing the same thing. He's like, they they were trying to take my phone, but he was sending us pictures. But they weren't that nice because he was outdoors or and doing other stuff. He was staffed. But then we hear the news. He's going to sign. You see the video. I went bananas. I won't lie. I'm standing in a Little Rock, Arkansas Chili's. And I just stood up and I go, <laughs> yeah. And everybody just looked at me like I just found a bag of mess. I think that's what they do in Arkansas. See, I was just sitting in my room and I was I was pretty excited. And then when they announced that he was signing for a three plus one, I cried. I, I was so excited. What kind of black like, magic does Presty have? I mean, it's it's got to be unbelievable. Because, I mean, he basically turned... Serge Ibaka into Paul George in his prime like that's basically what he did and it's and and it sets the thunder up for the next three four years and which is incredible because he also got Westbrook to sign what is it the the five-year contract so it's just I mean it was a great day to be in Oklahoma yesterday too just because we could finally say like someone does want to play with Russell Westbrook someone does want to play in the state of Oklahoma and no, not everyone's just going to get up and leave and go to Los Angeles. And I think that, like, there was just, like, a sense of pride yesterday in the state, which was really cool to see. And, yeah. uh, but anyways, no, I was, no, I that's was a good point. Yeah. And someone made a good point on Twitter. It was some national NBA writer. And they talked about the four-year deal. Because, I mean, I'm sure you're like everyone else. You thought it was either going to be a two-plus-one or a three-plus-one. and But right. he made a good point. He goes, when you have the type of injury that Paul George has, it t- you that's they, security financially sure these NBA players are paid greatly, 
but that 137 million is guaranteed money, baby. And it's not like the yeah. NFL where you're hurt, you're done. It's more of 137 million dollars. Even if I get hurt again, or my knee isn't, or my leg isn't up to par, I I'm gonna live comfortably for the rest of my life. The security is so underrated at times. But uh, scared money don't make none. Oh man, what a quote! I, I listen to that song. I'll be honest. I'm not I, a, a quite. I, uh, tri- I'm not a. A fan. I know I, I've not even heard the song, but I can confirm that I bought about four T-shirts yesterday that said that saying. <laughs> just to no, say, I have. it's such a great saying. I won't lie. I posted the lyrics sometime last night when I was we were driving back from Little Rock. I was I was like, you know what? I'm gonna post the lyrics, and nobody understood what I was talking about because the quote was right there in the <laughs> middle. Well, because I wanted the entire like thing, so you kind of get the context of the song, and nobody right. really got it. But uh, man, Laker fans were so salty yesterday. I don't understand something about Twitter. And like, I don't know when you were on Twitter, George. When I first got on Twitter with Thunder Digest, we were originally Thunder Obsessed. People were so nice, and it was such like a, a fun environment. Nobody could just be happy for the Thunder. It had to be a toxic environment. Well, I think a lot of people just don't like Russell Westbrook. I think that's where a lot of it comes from. I think a lot of people just like don't like the way he plays, don't like the way he acts. And so I think it's just, like, it rubs off on everybody else because they just view, like, Oklahoma as that, maybe. I mean, then there's also a lot of people that do like Russell Westbrook and, like, hate Kevin Durant. But, like, I think Los Angeles fans, too, are just absolutely insane. And, like, every year they're like, so-and-so's coming, so-and-so's coming, then it never happens. And, of course, today LeBron goes to L.A. But, like, my mentions this, like, entire past week and a half have been ridiculous because, like, I put out that uh, – I don't know if you saw it, but I put out, like, a – what the what Oklahoma has that LA doesn't have and it was like a list of just like ridiculous things like frontier city and like whataburger <laughs> and and like my mentions like the LA fans didn't get it they thought i was like saying that like Oklahoma Oklahoma had all these cool things and it was just like quick trip and like they were just <laughs> like well LA has 16 championships and i was like well, Whataburger has 30 or Oklahoma has 33 Whataburgers oh, and they were just man. getting so mad. And so it was just and now my mentions are like blowing up, basically saying we told you we were getting LeBron. But I just find it hilarious that they like wanted PG for like the past like three years. And then he just said, ah, no, I'm not even going to give you guys a meeting. And then uh, they're like, oh, well, we don't we didn't want you anyways. It's like, yeah, you did. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Here's so, what it oh. says. I found it for five days. ago. things Oklahoma has and L.A. does not. Quick Trip, Whataburger, me, which technically you're not here right now. Uh, Bass Pro, Empire Pizza, Not LeVar Ball, Frontier City, Grand Lake, Brahms, Kyle Singler, Buffalo. Like, you're so generic. I love it. Buffalo, Oklahoma, or are you talking about the bison? <laughs> you know what? Pick your Both. battle. It doesn't matter. A golden driller statue, cool people, Sonic, and last traffic. You know, all those are great, great points. The first thing exactly. I did. Exactly. No, I lived in St. Louis for a couple. Of the two. Yeah, I lived in St. Louis for a couple of years. Um, my girlfriend and I moved up there for her job. We moved back. First thing I did, I ate Brahms. Literally, the first time I got close enough and I saw a Brahms sign, I pulled over and I ate me a banana split in about three and a half minutes. I'm surprised she didn't. Brahms leave. is amazing. I'm shocked she didn't it's leave amazing. me right then. As quickly as I ate that, like <laughs> she goes, she was just eating her ice cream cone. She looked, I was like, I'm like, boom, done. And she goes, she goes, what the f- is wrong with you? She goes, you don't have to. <laughs> she goes, there's other Brahms on our way home. That's that's hilarious. I'll tell no, you, I love Frontier Brahms. City's overrated. That's a that's a good point. That's oh, so- okay, no, that that's the joke. Like no one gets it. Frontier City sucks. No, like, it doesn't. Ha- <laughs> Frontier City is. Not I haven't a good been there place. in. 
10 years? I, I've been there twice in my entire life. And one time I got stuck on the roller coaster and the other time the I, went, I sat, yep. yep. I got, I, uh, sat front row for the Ario Speedwagon concert, which was actually awesome, but the venue sucked. But all right, I'm biased. Anyways, I worked there in high Frontier, school. It was awesome. Frontier City, Frontier, Frontier City sucks, man. Like it's a, it's like right. a dump. So I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm significantly older than you. I'm 34. So when I worked there, it was owned by Six Flags. So it wasn't a dump. Like it was clean. It oh, care okay, of it. yes. When, when it was when it was by Six Flags, it was not bad. Apparently, they're being I, I they've just been repurchased by Six Flags, which is really great. But it was great because KJ103 had these foam parties in this middle by a ride. And on Wednesday nights, I raised my hand. I go, I'm working the rodeo roundup, baby. Because all these teenage, I'm a teenager, and so all these girls would come over my ride to dry off because it spun around real fast. It was the greatest, oh. it was the greatest summer of my life. Damn, that's smart. And You're like, smart. I, I batted out of, I batted up a league all that summer. It was wonderful. Because I was, I wasn't I like I'm an attractive guy. I'm not gonna be cocky or or like humble about it. I'm confident. But here's the thing. No, I, I am too. I'm but a here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I'm at eight point five. I'll say that. I'm I'm humble enough to say that. But here's the thing. I was batting up league because I had a job. I had a car, and all that. And I was in uniform, which is a goofy ass uniform. But still, girls were like, "Oh my gosh, this guy can take me and do things." It was great. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just batting over my head. But it was wonderful. But for that reason, Frontier City will always be phenomenal to me, and I will fight anybody who says otherwise. See, I will fight till the death for Quick Trip. Someone was telling me the other day Quick Trip is not as good as, like, uh, Racetrack or something in Dallas. And I was like, dude, Quick Trip's amazing. That, like, that's been. like heaven on earth. You've never been to Quick Trip? No, 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 no. I'm the person. My first ever experience, because I'm from Oklahoma City. I, the girlfriend I'm dating now, we've been together forever. Probably long story commitment issues. We need to get married, but that's beside the point. But uh, <laughs> five years going on. But anyway, so first time I met her was oh, first time I'm going Quick Trip is in Tulsa, where she's doing her residency for uh, pharmacy school. They literally are handing out sandwiches at this thing, and I, I looked at her. Yeah, and I go, they're giving me food for free, and I, and I was it's, like, I love Quick Trip, and ever since then it, I've tried to marry, but it's against the law. It's it's more than a gas station. Mm-hmm. It's like a lifestyle. Yeah. I love Quick Trip. Their pizza's great. Their breakfast is great. They always have great service. And I'm sure their gas is great. I really don't know what is great gas, but I bet it's good because I get it all the time. I don't so. think they and add growing, the growing up in Tulsa, like, I, like growing up in Tulsa, I probably spent as much time at Quick Trip as I did at my house. <laughs> so I love Quick Trip. Quick Trip, I won't lie. Uh, I'm really sad. When I live in St. Louis, it's when, unfortunately, all the riots were happening and the protests, and I watched a quick trip burn, and I won't lie, a little tear fell off my cheek. Oh, wow. I would, yeah. I'd, um, I'd cry, too. I'd and, probably try and, to I mean, obviously, out. I was upset about what happened, but I also, I was like, quick trip, man. And I love Walgreens, yeah, too, and a Walgreens went up, and I was like, what the hell is wrong with America? Walgreens, quick trip. I was like, a man's yeah, life? Walgreens. I was like, damn. <laughs> damn, yeah. I love Walgreens, too. Walgreens is great. I worked there for eight years. It was one of my favorite jobs. I worked at Frontier City, two of my favorite jobs of all time. Right there. I worked at Hideaway. I, uh, Did you get free I got pizza? fired from Hideaway. You got yeah. fired? No, uh, so, yeah, okay, story time. Uh, uh, d- does, the, but, does, the free, does the Detroit Free Press know about this? Uh, probably not. I don't think it, I don't think it matters. It's okay. Uh, yeah, cause I was like 16, uh, <laughs> 17, but 
I first, I got half off pizza. Technically, I didn't get fired. I quit, but there also got go. fired. Uh, You're non-rehirable. But, right. So I was in high school, and our football team had like the biggest game of the year. They're playing like the number one team in the state, McAllister. And I was like, I can't work. I told them like before, because I worked there all summer, and I was the best bus boy they ever had. One, you but busted your anyways, ass as a bus boy. Yes, I was a great bus boy. And so I told them, I said, I can't work Fridays, but I will work the weekends, Saturday and Sunday. Fair trade-off. And they're like, okay, that's fine. Right. So then they start scheduling me on Fridays, and I was like, what the hell? So I have to keep finding people to fill in. So finally, it comes to this like huge game, and I was like, I can't miss the game. No one could fill in for me. So I called them. I was like, hey, I'm not going to make it, and like you're going to have to find somebody on your own to fill in for me. They're like, well, uh, if you don't show up, you're fired. So then I was like, okay, whatever. So I hung up the phone, and I kept trying to find more people. Then it finally got to, like, Thursday night. And I was like, hey, I'm not coming tomorrow. I'm going to this game. Like, I told you guys I can't work on Fridays. They're like, well, you're fired. And I was like, well, I quit. And then I just, like, hung up. So I don't know if I, fi- if I got fired or if I quit, but that you was the what? end That's of me justified. at Hideaway. Justify. You can't deny I- Yes. You can't deny a high school student in Oklahoma the – chance to uh to miss out on football come on well the best part of this too is the football team ended up losing 45 to zero so, so i want to say so McAllister's number one what are we 0708 this is no this is like 2014 McAllister football i, think. I can't think yes they had i've officiated had, uh, football they, in oklahoma they had the for big years kid that, they had the big Dalton kid Wood. that ended up going to ou yeah. Yeah, yeah they were they were they were unbelievable but you know who beat them, though? Guthrie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But they, at the so, time, they so were like one, of the, like one or two in the what state. Where you go? Were you, are, you, are you a Comet? Yes. I was a Bishop oh, Kelly Comet. Oh, look at that. I was thinking 5A, Tulsa. I was trying to think. I was thinking there. Collinsville is the only other one I could think of. That was usually in their district. 5A3, right? Yes. Man, uh, BKHS, Bishop Kelly is the best. I, I know my high school football in Oklahoma. I uh, I loved high school football. I mean, I played for two years, and then I broke my arm and quit and just played basketball. But hey, I get concussion uh, my sophomore year, and I didn't play anymore. So I understand. Yeah, I was just like, screw it. But then I just became in head, the head of the student section. So I really, I could not miss on Friday nights, even oh. though our team sucked. But it's like, we were hideaway of all companies, are you, you would think would be more understanding about that. Being from Oklahoma, they would understand how big high school football is. Right. Well, I think they just, you know, Friday nights are a busy night at Hideaway, and they really just wanted their number one busboy there, um, you know. But, but sometimes I just you gotta make had sacrifices. to break it to him. You know what? Exactly. Like Dame Lillard left uh, the Blazers for a day because he had a baby. I mean, it's the same thing. It's really the same yes, thing. Yes, that's it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's relatable. Um, and more on Paul George though. Apparently, uh, it's going to be Tuesday at five o'clock. Central time, Thunder time, then they're going to air part three, which is really good. Um, we're going to get back on top. We've been talking about high school football. Uh, maybe we'll start a high school football podcast. Who knows? Um, <laughs> and I will tell you all about my adventures of getting beat by, and when I was in high school, by uh, Booker T. Washington, 56 nothing. Oh, man. Booker T's good. No. so They're still thing. good. My freshman year, I played. I was a quarterback. And I got to play in the varsity game, and I got a concussion, and then I got a concussion the next year against U.S. Grant. But we actually beat Bishop uh, Booker T. Washington. This will round out football my senior year to win state. So, oh wow, yeah. Wait, and who did they, you play for Guthrie. 
Oh, I'm okay. a Blue Jay. Okay, wow. No, we they they had. You guys uh, were always really good. No, 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 no. My freshman year, we're talking '99. They went one and nine. We went one and nine. Okay, see, when I say always good, I mean like mid two thousands. You're too oh, no, no, old no. for no, me. No, no, from two thousand two thousand on to like last year, they've been really good. Like that's what the the sophomore year is when we got Rafe Watkins, who's now at Muskogee, and after Rafe came, we were bomb. He installed that uh, the shotgun spread offense, like Texas A&M runs. He he installed that middle of the season. We got our ass whooped by Shawnee our senior year, and he installs this offense, all of a sudden, boom, we just kill it. We go gangbusters. So, Damn, I but, did not know that. No, yeah. Fun fact. And, and then our one year we uh, we lose four quarterbacks. Like I think it was the year after we graduated or the year later, and we start this random freshman kid who should have been playing named Kai Staley. I don't know if you recognize He actually played at OSU for four years. So, um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He tore his ACL and stuff. But, uh, but anyway – Back on this stuff, I told you I was trying to get you out of here in 30 minutes. I'll do my best. This podcast is sponsored by Kibo Commercial Real Estate. For all your commercial real estate needs, Kibo is the choice for you. Whether it's local in Oklahoma City or anywhere in the gosh darn United States, Nick Gray can find you in the office of your dreams. Whether it's owning or leasing, you can find him at Twitter at Kibo Commercial or contact him at KiboCommercial.com. Kibo Commercial Real Estate and Nick Gray is the choice for you. Now back to the podcast. So, Mello, that's going to issue with the Thunder now. He $27.9 million. Three options for the Thunder. They can trade him. They can waive him and stretch it out over three years, which would be $9.3 million every year, which would save them $40 million in cap space. Or they can write it out and say, you know what? Screw it. Let's pay $316, $348 million, which... You add a few more players, we're looking at 350 mil for tax. And you know what? Let's see what happens. I'm for it. Hashtag, hashtag Mellow Revenge Tour 2K19. So you're pro letting them ride it out. Okay, well, okay. Here's, here's the hashtag Mellow Revenge Tour 2K19. Uh, it's just kind of a joke. Uh, see, okay, because one, I love Carmelo Anthony. Like, he's always been just one of my favorite players because he plays the way that I like to play, which is zero defense just light him up on offense and just throw it up there and you hit the backboard uh, but, and just goes away right yeah that's exactly how i played in high school and so uh like i was a big fan until the playoffs came and he just started sucking it up and so then i was just like what the hell this sucks and then uh you know when when he decided to opt in which we all knew was going to happen the only um, people who did it are idiots yeah, and so I started the hashtag because I was like, you know what, screw it. Like, let's be positive. Let's have a positive mindset. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm kind of at the point where, like, I really want the hashtag to blow up. Like, that's my life goal now since I got verified. And so, like, I need Carmelo to stay on the thunder and just start lighting it up to get the hashtag going. But I'm also, like, really hoping Sam Presti trades his ass away for, like, Kent Bazemore out of Atlanta or something. Like, yeah. something just off the wall unfortunately i think trading we might just take that off the table because he's got that no trade clause that ntc that is he can reject everything only right i think the only thing would happen is the only one that he would accept is if they traded him to the lakers for like kyle kuzma and like luol day i'll take both of those i'll take dang is is he even functional does he does his life work anymore i think he played like one game last year but 
I mean, he might be good for the morale of the team. I mean, I'll take Kyle Kuzma though. But here's the thing: I would love br- to have him. You'd obviously wave Ding. You bring him in, you're stretching that contract out. But Kuz- right. Kuzma was a good. Yeah, well, he's an all rookie. Um, yeah, yeah. But I doubt. Here's the thing: I don't think the Lakers would do that. They like Kuzma too much. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and like the only thing there is like LeBron and Carmelo are really good friends. But I also think LeBron is smart enough not to bring a guy like Carmelo onto that team. See, Carmelo doesn't really outside of D Wade. He doesn't like to mix friendship and work. That's true. I mean, that's true. The difference between we didn't really know D Wade and LeBron were close until that, and all of a sudden we learned they were like these BFFs who text each other all the time. LOL, <laughs> But now they. But um, no, I think yesterday was fascinating in the state of Oklahoma. One thing, George, I want to ask you: Who is it more telling on, the Thunder or the Lakers, or the fact that George didn't even give Ellie an interview? Eleven oh, like well, not, it wasn't even eleven oh one. It was like. 10, 51, 37 seconds. He didn't even give the Lakers an well, interview. Yeah, well, and I think, you know, especially with the LeBron news today, Lakers fans are like, oh, yeah, we got him. Like, we know what we're doing, like, all this stuff. But I think LeBron knew he was going to the Lakers. I don't even think they really had to pitch him that much. I know they're coming out now saying that, like, Magic Johnson sealed the deal last night, but I really don't think they had to pitch much. I think so LeBron's move. With, why did his agent meet with the Sixers and he sealed it last night? See, I don't even I don't even know if that happened at this point. Like, who knows if that even happened? They're they're probably just doing that to to you know build it up or whatever. But like, I think LeBron had this decision made a while ago, and I think it's also because he wants to raise his family in Los Angeles, his kids, because they know that like but his, no his two sons are going to be ridiculous, but. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I think, I think the Paul George thing says a lot about um, Sam Presti. I think Sam Presti had this plan for a while, and I think they also it's starting to come out that this was going to happen. Like they knew this was going to happen like a month ago uh, that yes, PG was going to stay. I think Roy said around the All Star break they had a really good idea that he might stay. So right, and so I think this says more about the Thunder being able to. Take a year, take a huge risk, and then show PG why he should stay uh, more than the Lakers. Like I think the Lakers also just obviously messed up um, and didn't know what they were doing. But I think it says more about the Thunder being able to be ballsy and you know put their necks on the line to mm-hmm. keep PG. And I think I mean, I mean they did a great job. I mean, look, the season was not nearly what everybody hoped it to be and thought it needed to be to keep him, and they still got him to stay. They were bounced. In, like in six games by a Utah Jazz team led by a rookie. It, like, it, it took and, a and historic PG comeback State. to even get it to six. Right. And I mean, and, and I think a lot of it too has to do with Andre Roberson, who I think if he comes back healthy and is 100%, I think this Thunder team is going to be really, really good. So That's, hopefully that happens. And if that happens, I think the Thunder can be really strong defensively. And I think they can finish again like three seed, four seed. It kind of depends on Houston. And, and, who the Lakers going to get. So. so, stat for you, George. I did that stat last night. So, from we know how bad November was for the Thunder, right? They started at 8 and 12. They get their ass whipped by the shitty Orlando Magic. We go there. I think we lost by like 32 points. And But from December 1 through Andre's injury, they figured something out. All of a sudden, they had the best record in the NBA over that span. Better than the Rockets, better than the Warriors, everyone. But he, And here's a fun stat for you. The starting lineup, that our main starting lineup, Russ, Dre, Paul George, Mello, Adams, 15-0 and 0 over that span. Damn. 
And when they're Damn. healthy, See, the Thunder were one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NBA, with Melo. Right. And, and see, and I think you also, like, when it comes to the Melo thing, if they can just get him to buy in to what they want to do, and if they can somehow, and I know he does not want to sit on the bench, but if they can somehow convince him to sit on the bench, because I think Jeremy Grant is going to be a special guy. I don't no, think he's going to be but an all-star, but he's going to be a special player. No, let him start. Shit, it's just a stat. Let Jeremy let, let him start. And look, we used to do it with Perk. Perk would start, and then Carlson would come in. Like all you can do, right. sure. You you want to start? That's fine. We're gonna play you seventeen minutes a game. We're gonna play you twenty minutes a game. Um, fuck, let him start. We're not gonna play in the crunch yeah. time. We're gonna bring Jeremy Grant. Who? God, there are some hot takes about him today. Someone said he's he's ta- he's capped out on his talent. Like he's a young guy who is so raw. Like in all he's he, like twenty three, isn't he? Yeah, he's twenty three, and he played in Philadelphia where they were garbage, and he didn't really have any development. All they did, they wanted to lose, so he, for that year, he got to play basketball freely. They didn't really if, do anything. If he can, if he can just develop that three point shot a little bit better, because we saw it last year, he, he was hitting corner threes. Yeah, I mean, if he can get that up to thirty five, thirty two, yeah, thirty two. That that's an extra two a game. Boom! Right, right, there. and so, and then if you can get Alex Abrines, you know, to I mean, he did he, not play well last year. He, he had a down is, season. He is my question mark. So I know he's going into his third or fourth year. I think this is a point where he's got to you got to make that jump to be a quality rotation player. Right. If you don't, we got to move on. We got a hundred. Right. We got a thousand million dollar cap. Well, and the other interesting thing too is it, to keep going into because I think the starting five, and then you look down to Jeremy Grant. I think those six guys um, are pretty solid at where they're at. Mm-hmm. We know what we're going to get from those guys, but if they can add a guy like Nerlens Noel, like they're kind of reporting that he might be interested in joining the Thunder. Man, that'd be a huge pickup. I'll be I think honest, he, I have not been online that much today. I did not know that. You, I'm like pulling up Twitter right now on TweetDeck, searching Nerlin Noel. Literally, yeah, no, it's he's like the third, uh, rumored. Third most. Ooh, oh my! So here's the thing: I love what he can do. He, I think he's a, he would be a perfect player for the Thunder. Absolutely, yes, perfect. I agree. And I mean, he can come in for Stephen Adams. I mean, he can play. 20 minutes a game for you and he's he's a talented guy i think he just did not mesh well i am a with little rick carlisle i see shams reporting here i do am a little worried about the lakers yeah so. well yeah i think we should all be worried about the lakers right now because he, why would you not want to go play with lebron at but this here's point? my thing but he could probably the only the only, only i don't care about them being lebron or anything i think they can offer him a chance to start and i think that's something he wants to do and that's, yeah that's really good that's where i'm just like yeah, but so, if they could add a guy like that, that'd be great. I, I, there was also rumors this morning of JaVale McGee, and I know JaVale McGee is a big idiot, but if you had him as a backup center, I would not say that's a bad guy. thing. Like, he's an idiot, but you know what? He's not a bad basketball player. He's just an right. idiot. But I, here's, here's my thing about JaVale. I don't think he's a Thunder guy, and that's where they want, no. they want those Thunder players who are humble and – and I, I don't remember who I was talking to about this. I think it's one of my other – our podcast sponsor, uh, Kibo Commercial, Nick Gray. He's the owner. Uh, we were on, and he, and he talks about this. He goes, think about it. Those players who are uh, kind of descent outside of the Thunder way, they're traded. Yeah. And, like, if you're out there openly criticizing the Thunder – like, Melo, last year, they're, when they're all of a sudden – now we're talking trade. 
waving. I mean, that was probably coming anyway, but Reggie Jackson, all these players, they're gone. Right. I mean, well, Reggie Asper, but, but still, I mean, they're not here anymore. They don't refuse. I think, yeah. I think the biggest question left is, uh, will Big Daddy Ray stay in OKC? Big Daddy Ray Felton? He wants to, but here's the thing. I used to make fun of Felton all the time. I want him back just for the fact that pisses off Portland fans. They're some of the worst just, fans on the internet. I love him. He's the greatest YMCA basketball player ever. But, but you know what, though? His charity work is something like, I don't know. But most of them realize what he does outside of the outside of basketball. And I think oh, he, right. yeah. that makes him a really good person. And I, that's kind of the thunder way. Um, I, try to, I try to think like Presti, but I'm not that smart. Um, I don't like to think outside <laughs> of the box. I don't think any of us are. No, I don't like to think out of the box that as much as he does. But I don't know. I think Felton, I think another one uh, would be really good is – I think Shane Larkin is the name I, I saw. Yep. So yep. Shane Larkin would be a good one. Maybe a Shabazz Napier. Uh, I, I was really Shabazz hoping... Napier would be fun. So uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of options, but I think Felton would be perfect. But here's the thing: he's gonna be 34, 35. What's the, what's his decline going to be? Because he struggled in the playoffs and towards the end of the season. I think they need to bring in two point guards, have a third string. So see, I think. Uh... Felton's decline will just be like adding 10 pounds every season. So, yeah, we'd probably need to bring another guy for when he just gets way overweight. But I just love having him on the team. I love Raymond Felton. He's probably like my third favorite player on the team. And I just love him. So this is bodes well for the Thunder. It looks like Brooke Lopez is going back to L.A. Oh, really? That's uh, Keith Smith of NBA.com is reporting that. So huh. that Interesting. That, that's good news. I like that one. Yeah. Well, they yeah, say it's, it's good a good news. bet. He says it's, quote-unquote, a good bet. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Everybody talks about Sam Presti. They're like, oh, well, why, my, my main thing about yesterday that just kind of pissed me off is that people were like, well, why didn't they do this six years ago? It's like people are not allowed to learn from their mistakes. Well, and you know, there was a lot more that went into that Absolutely. whole James Harden situation that I don't think people realize. People think it's just like, well, the Thunder didn't want to pay him. But it was a lot more than that. And, like, I mean, and, and you're right. Like, they learn from their mistake. And I think other teams are starting to, you know, realize that the Thunder, you know, they risked it to get the biscuit, you know? I, that's a, such a cheesy line. But, like, <laughs> they, they, put it all, they put it all on the line. And I think other teams are going to start following. Because a year ago, when they traded for PG, everybody in the national media was like, why would they do that? He's just going to leave for L.A. in a year. And the Thunder bet on themselves. They got PG to sign a four-year contract, and they're set for the next four years. I mean, it's just – it's ridiculous. And I think I, – again, I was just – it was just – I was overfilled with joy yesterday. And just for the state of Oklahoma, more than anything, just because it was finally like, yes, like someone wants to play here. Someone wants to be in this organization besides Russell Westbrook. Uh-huh. And so it was just a great moment. Sorry, I just I can't get over it. No, it was I it's weird talking to people like I travel with a soccer team. I I I do me, me people know I do uh, social media for a soccer team. Uh kind of like Detroit City FC same league. Um right. but we're in a different conference. We're in, obviously in the Midwest, they're in the Northeast. Um or no, we're in the South, they're in the Midwest. That's what it is. Um but so they, they don't really understand, but like talking to my Oklahoma, like in the Thunder Digest, 
group chat, like one of your guys, Avery, Avery, you know Avery really well. Um, uh, love Avery. Yeah, Avery's a great guy. Um, but they, we are just like beside ourselves. We don't understand. It's weird uh, because for years, we or for the last couple of years, people are like, "Ha Kevin Durant doesn't want to be with you. You can't keep one of the greatest scores of all time." Now we got a really good score. I mean, we don't know if Paul George is going to be the one of the greatest scorers or a Hall of Famer. Probably not. But you know what? Hey, he's a top fifteen player in the in the world, and so he wants to be in Oklahoma City. He chooses to live in a city that doesn't have Hollywood and the movie industry and all this music industry. He wants to live here. He wants to send his kids to Heritage Hall, which that's what happened last week when everybody was like, LeBron's mom's in or wife's in that. No. Paul George's wife was enrolling his kids back in L- at Heritage Hall. So, um, yeah, it's just... Boom. It's quick trip, man. I, 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 could, I couldn't wonders. tell anyone. I mean, I figured... like After that little that OSU guy started saying that and he re- pulled it back, I called a buddy who was a coach and he's like, it's Paul George. So... Um, yeah, it's... Yeah. OSU Barstool doesn't know. Oh, I can't believe OSU Barstool. I don't believe... I think Barstool's the worst thing on the internet. <laughs> by far like the owner is a piece of shit the only one is that cat barstool guy he's the only one that's remotely respectable he donates to charities and he kind of like backs away from his owner he's like well he was he's a dipshit but like for the most part they're all just horrible people so you're not wrong they're sexist wrong. and horrible i don't like ou has one and i'm i'm ashamed so, but then again, yeah, I know everyone, people, everyone has one nowadays, right? But I mean, there's shitty people at OU too. Red Bomar yeah. was here. I mean, I get it. So, Red Bomar, I mean, one time. I, oh my god! No, we had a class together when I was at OU. He just never came. Never came. Oh, at all. Not surprised. And, yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's like you're out there making money. You don't even got to come to class or go to work. So. <laughs> I really wanted to tell him that, but I was just too small. I was like a buck twenty at the time. He would have destroyed me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, we're not. We get it. We'll wrap it up here. But Jeremy Grant also signed. So Thunder. I don't know. Cat. We got way too much money. They got to figure some stuff out. But George, any final thoughts on yesterday's proceedings? Mallow. Anything you want to say? It doesn't even be about Thunder. You can talk about Detroit. I don't um, care. Plug yourself. Detroit. Oh, Detroit's just. You got a you got down an eight mile yet? Completely got, different world. Have you gone eight mile and got stabbed yet? I've I have uh, not been to eight mile. It's on my bucket list. Uh, Make I sure you take no cash. <laughs> take no cash. Yeah, uh, I definitely won't. Um, but Detroit's just different. But I was going to leave you with this: is before you know, before it becomes a moment, you have to join the movement, and the movement is. A journey of redemption. Hashtag Mel Revenge Tour 2K19. Gotta join it. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. And that's what we're gonna <laughs> title this. That's what we're gonna title this podcast. You have to. It's it's it last night it was uh broadcasted on the uh franchise okay. Was that our boy Brady? I kept, yeah, I kept uh tweeting at him. I was like, you gotta you gotta say it and finally <laughs> at the end. They finally said it, and I was like, "Yes." Oh Because if we can just get it rolling, we need to get people on board. Yeah, we we're we're gonna we're gonna title this, and it'll be on all of our social media. No, we're glad Brady's at the franchise. We miss him. Brady used to run this hardcore. I'm nowhere near as good as he is. He's organized. Brady, Brady's a good guy. I I uh, when I um, was credentialed for a Thunder game last year uh, when the Pelicans were in town, 
and uh, I talked to Brady forever. He's just, he's just a good guy, and he's jumped on our pod podcast on the Prairie, and uh, he's just he's he's a, he's an all around good guy. So absolutely, and you guys notch. do a great job too. So no, Brady last year just kill it with us, and I I am not surprised. He I really thought he was going to try to get that transcript job, but I guess not. I thought he would have just smashed it out of the park instead of Clay Hornet. Well, I don't know if the yes. the I. I know they hired Clay, but I think I, they, I don't think they, they interviewed they, anybody. No, they didn't. But he would have so. been perfect for that. He, oh, he would have. One, been. he, he lives in it. Norman. Technically, he lives outside right. Thunderbird, but technically, technically, but uh, I thought he'd kill it. I, I, he, I listen to franchise all the time. He does a great job. Uh, very proud of Brady and George. We're gonna wrap it up. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, we'll get Re- Mellow Revenge Tour going, and next thing we know, we're gonna post this, and he's traded or cut, and it'd be worthless. That's that's okay because it's still a revenge tour because wherever else. he plays, I've got to keep it going. So shout yeah, out, Melo. He's going to go somewhere else and have like a fifty-point game against Oklahoma City because that's exactly. What and then and then it's going to blow up. My hashtag's going to blow up. And they're like, "Well, we should have kept him. We should have kept him." Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, George. Thanks for coming on, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get this up. Listen, subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play. If it's not on somewhere where you listen to besides SoundCloud, let me know. I will make sure I get it on there. And for now, for George Stoya, OU George, I'm Chuck Cheney. We're out. Peace. Got a feeling. And the Thunder win. How about that chicken salad out of chicken something else? We are the Stash Bros, and we approve this podcast.